Hello, welcome back. My name is Rob Wong. This is the Great Day Guy, and let's talk about why emotions are important, especially if you're a dude. Now, if you are a dude and you're listening to this podcast, you've probably been trained and conditioned your entire life to believe that emotions are for goyles and they're not cool. They're going to make you less attractive. And I'm here to tell you that you're fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit is going to hamstring you in the long run. Now, if you don't believe that, that's not your fault. There are years of indoctrination around that. And even now, there's still like a lot of pressure to be a manly man with no feelings. So if you want to hang on to that, perfectly okay, but also get the fuck out of this podcast. It's not going to go well for you, right? There's a lot of evidence here that you're not going to want to hear. Uh, but I will say that if you are leaving right now, you're actually missing out on an opportunity to actively increase your income. That's right. Your emotions are directly correlated with your ability to earn. In fact, scientists can use something that you project that is related to your emotions that will allow them to predict how much you will earn at your next interview to within a thousand dollars. So, how does that shit work? So the first thing that you should be aware of is that what scientists were measuring in this MIT study was something called honest signals. Now, honest signals are basically unconscious communication, nonverbal communication. So it's a combination of tonality, your posture, your body language, the way that you make eye contact, all the little things that are outside of your control, but subtly communicate what's going on with you so that people get a sense of your energy or your vibe. Now, if you run into someone that claims to be able to read energy or auras, most likely that's what they're reading. They're reading your honest signals. Now, the, another way to talk about that is affective presence, which is, again, related to charisma. Um, and affective presence is very similar, right? It's the same idea, except it's talking about how we impact other people. Now, if you have positive affective presence, then that means when people are around you, regardless of whether they're sad or happy or depressed or frustrated, eventually they end up feeling pretty good, like happy around you, like positive emotions. If you have negative affective presence, and I think we've talked about this before in a previous podcast, then those people will end up feeling like trash around you. And therefore, unbeknownst to them, they'll subtly have this draw to be away from you. They're not going to notice it, but they're going to become uncomfortable around you and eventually leave, and they're not probably even going to be sure why that happened. Now, when this becomes a problem, obviously it's a big problem because it affects not only dating, but the offers and opportunities that you receive in your life, right? Because people determine the offers and opportunities that you receive in your life, unless you already have it made and you have a shit ton of money and you're just relying on the stock market. But even then, understanding people is critical because people are the ones who control the stock market, right? 
as Reddit has demonstrated, when you get enough stubborn-ass people to invest in even a garbage stock, eventually it skyrockets. So people control your ability to be wealthy and successful, and what people respond to is actually emotions, hence affective presence. So you can't control the honest signals that you broadcast directly, right? Not in the same way that you can control whether or not you're breathing, right? You have the ability to actively take over that system. Now, when you're not paying attention and you're still breathing, that's your unconscious mind taking over. And that's the same system that's responsible for your affective presence. So how do you grab control of this? Well, that involves learning how to monitor, regulate, and express the emotions that you feel inside. And oh my god, this is every guy's worst nightmare. Because fucking emotions, yeah, it's scary. It's scary talking about emotions, especially in front of women that you're attracted to. Now, the good news is that when you get really good at this, uh, you immediately enter a new echelon of achievement when it comes to dating. Dating becomes natural, easy, effortless. Your ability to connect with other people becomes effortless because at the core of how we decide what we decide are emotions once more. Now, we've talked about this several times on this podcast, but just for good measure, I'm going to kick this dead, her- the dead horse one more time. We can't make decisions if the emotional centers of our brains are damaged. So, take the case that if you are not triggering the proper emotions in people, they're not choosing you, period. So if you're not comfortable expressing emotions, they'll never reach the level of emotional charge to fully decide on you or to decide strongly enough on you that they want to hire you as a coach, that they want to pay you extra money, that they want to choose you as a manager or give you a promotion or give you a strong raise. Those are reserved for people who trigger those emotional centers in their brain so that they have an easy decision. Oh yeah, of course I'm going to pay Rich like an extra 10k this month (laughs) because he makes me feel good. So he must make his team feel good. And if his team feels good, then they probably make customers feel good or future customers feel good. And this kind of thinking is actually validated by research. If you are a happy and positive person and you decide to take a job in sales and you continue to take that happy positivity into sales, you are 30% more likely to make sales, which translates into you will make 30% more sales than everyone else. So if you've been wondering why you might continuously end up in the friend zone, if you've been wondering why people seem to not want to stick around you when you're around them in a community context, so whether you're at a bar or a club or a party or just hanging out with a bunch of folks at the beach and people naturally just kind of drift away from you, this is what's missing. And oftentimes, and the most painful truth here, oftentimes, this is the last place that men look. For me, it took me getting to the point of suicidal depression before I was willing to examine this point of view because I was a stubborn son of a bitch, right? (laughs) 
I had to circle the drain on death before that became an option. So if you're resisting this, I understand, but this also makes you kind of a dumbass because this is the strongest possible thing that you could do for yourself. So there's value in taking this on. And if you find yourself resisting this, remember you're a dumbass. Now, for those of you who aren't resisting this, good on you. This will allow you to get all the women or all the men or whatever that those other idiots refuse to get, right? In, in, in refusing to take on emotional development and expression, they are essentially refusing to date more attractive people. So, you're smarter than them. <laughs> and I'm not even joking, it's just, it's funny because it's true. So let me explain how this works. If you take care of your own emotions, you're more likely to be in a place where you're happy and energized and empowered all the time. And you can think of the times when you've had days where you were just in flow state, right? You were just rocking it. Like it didn't matter what came up in your path, you were just crushing it no matter what. That is what becomes available to you when you become really good at dealing with your emotions, especially the negative ones, like anger, frustration, sadness, guilt, remorse. Once you become great at clearing those emotions out, naturally you'll have more room for the positive wanted emotions. And if you're feeling those emotions, you will begin to broadcast a positive affective presence. If you're feeling those emotions, you will begin broadcasting those great honest signals, the ones that have people choose you. And as a result of that, you will see success across every area of your life. Now, the other thing that's important to remember here is that you cannot fake honest signals. That's why they're called honest signals. And people will tell, they'll be able to tell that you're faking it. Your results will be hollow, right? Some people might be fooled by that. You'll get like maybe 10-15% of people who will be fooled by your fake signals. But the other 85% of people aren't having it. Even if they might buy it on the surface, they're like, oh, what a happy person. There's going to be a piece of them that's like, but there's something wrong here. And they're going to begin to pull away. Naturally, what we all want is the truth. We seek authenticity. It's core to what we are as human beings. That's why you're on this podcast right now, because you want the truth about what it takes to become an attractive person. Whether you're attracting women or men or something in between, whether you're attracting money into your life, you are after the truth of what it takes to be that attractive person. And this is it. This is the core of that. And if you can't accept this lesson, then I would say first, get the fuck off this podcast (laughs) because we're going to talk about this a lot. And second... You're really hamstringing yourself by missing out on this opportunity. One of the things that I've begun to notice and really dig into as a coach is this idea that the areas that we are the most resistant to happen to be the areas that we are most likely to grow in, right? It's in the darkest corners of our minds, the areas that we refuse to explore, that we have the greatest gains. That's where the treasure is because we haven't looked there yet. So likely, if you're stuck right now, if you're frustrated right now, if you keep banging your head into the same wall, 
your answer is going to be in the dark corner of your mind where you have refused to take a look. And for a lot of guys, that's emotions. So, you know what to do. This is the Great Date Guy podcast. My name is Rob Wong, and if you got something out of this fucking podcast, then rate it. Give it a rating. I don't care what kind of rating you give it. (laughs) Leave a comment. Send me a voice memo. Let me know how this is landing for you. And as always, I'll catch you next Thursday, 8 a.m. Pacific time. Thank you so much for listening and being here. Love you. Goodbye.